Yes, sir, yes, sir. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, sir. Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. This is your Boom Radio NG and it's time for Phoenix Sports. My name is Charlotte Rogers and his name is Cornelius. Alright, uh, together me and Cornelius will take you on a journey through time, in between time, from now to the end of time. No, just 45 minutes uh, before we get kicked out. And what it is is that we will be talking sports. We're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff. The NPFL, amazing things are happening in the Nigerian Professional Football League. Is it Nigerian? No, let me not be. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. But it is what it is. Um, a certain team from the lower league is now in the upper league without having to kick a single ball. We'll let you know what that is all about. We'll be talking about the Tigress, Nigeria's female basketball team. These ladies are doing us proud. And right now, they are in between the devil and the deep blue, deep blue sea. Can they sink or swim? Well, we'll find out. What it is is what it is. But the biggest news out there, there's a there's an hashtag that would not trend again. I can tell you that. If it trends today, it's because people like Dolupo are being funny. If it trends today, it's because people like you out there are being funny. Emery out. Emery out. Okay. Emery's out. Emery's gone. What else do you want? Some people are shouting hallelujah somebody. All right. We'll be talking about that and a whole lot of stuff. In fact, Emery will be like our main target. Was Emery really a bad guy? Let's take a look at it. Who's going to be the next guy to come through the doors? Oh, Mikel Ateta, Thierry Henry, uh, Freddie Jumberg. Uh, Mauricio Pochettino from Tottenham Sports. How come now? No way. No sports coach can coach us now. Or maybe, well, we never can tell. Right now, maybe we should even start like our own quiz. Let us know what do you think? Who is it going to be? All of this and so much more. We'll be talking about Anthony Joshua. Uh, barely eight days uh, for him to get back his belts. You know, we're rooting for him. I am. I'm biased like that. Yeah, sue me. Yeah, we'll talk about him. But we'll take it away from that unless you know the kind of games that are coming down at the weekend, going down from tonight across the five top leagues in Europe. The games that you can watch in Nigeria, in MFM, FC, they're talking about a fan that went gaga and he's been banned for life. I know a couple of these guys, how are they going to pull it off? I don't know. Because uh, the guy will stay in that stadium, not too often. Well, leave that story for another day. The real story now, Unai Emery is gone. Hashtag Emery out, hashtag Emery out. Emery gone. Okay, okay. Um, a lot of Arsenal fans have been looking forward to this one, or a lot of Arsenal fans have been begging for this one. And yes, finally come through. Emery is out. I personally have been expecting this um, uh, news to come through for a while now. Uh, finally, the, the, the hierarchy of Arsenal, they've come, they've, they've, they've taken a decision on you, you know, Emery. Now, the question is, what next for Emery? Um, first, I think maybe we should look at what Emery achieved at Arsenal. And um, what really was his problem? Because he had a shambolic night out there at the Emirates yesterday. Um, Arsenal losing 2-1, no wins in seven games. Um, Arsenal's worst run of, um, of, of worst run for um, so many years. As a matter of fact, the last time they had that, that kind of record was way back in 1992. I can tell you that. Now, you know, Emery, who we know, um, came to Arsenal. He's been in Arsenal for um, a little over 18 months. He's He's, uh, he has played 78 matches. He's won 43 matches. 
had um, drawn 16 matches and lost 19 games. Can you say that again? He's he's played 78 matches. He won 43 of the 78. He drew 16 and lost 19 matches. Well, um, before coming to us now, we know um, what kind of pedigree he had. But for some reason, it didn't pan out at Arsenal. And most of that record, most of the, that lose and draw record, were in his most recent games. For some reason, he seems to have fallen apart since the European League, since Hazard came and did that they had done the magic against um, Arsenal in that f final game for Chelsea, um, giving the Chelsea fans a goodbye of his dazzling skills, you get me. Um, since then, Arsenal has not been the same. And this is an Arsenal team which you would arguably has the best strike force in the league. As a matter of fact, you may argue has the best strike force in Europe. Because if you're looking at statistics, um, what, what, what went wrong with this team? I really do not know, but for some reason, these players were not turning out for him. Um, they were not the same. I saw, I saw, I saw a banner yesterday that, that said, "No, no tactics, no formation, nowhere to hide." Emery out, like you said, that 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 will stop training now because Emery is indeed out, Shola. Emery out, Emery out, Emery out. Okay, the guy is gone. And we talked about some of the achievements that he's uh, done and, and he's made and he's achieved. But we need to be fair. Was Emery all around bad? Well, um, when he first came in, I saw a work ethic um, that showed um, that uh, was testament to his record. Um, coming to the Emirates, we knew he was a workaholic, we knew um, he was hands-on with his team, he demanded a lot of hard work from his team. As a matter of fact, when he, when he started, uh, when the league resumed, there, were no, there, there was no team that had run more than Arsenal had run in the first 10 games. That was in last season. But all of a sudden, things went south and like I said, it seemed to have crumbled for Arsenal after that Europa League loss. They seemed not to have picked themselves up and uh, for some reason, he, things were not clicking for him. He brought in um, a £70 million um, um, player, talking about Nicolas Pepe, we know has driven skills. Puss. Okay? Do you think that if Pepe had hit the ground running, mm -hmm. the way he left off in France, mm -hmm. do you think Omri will still have a job today? Well, the truth about it is, if they had all been playing the way we know they could play, Aubameyang, who we know has been top, has been top goal scorer in any league he's played, he's dominated this league with his goals. If Lacazette has been putting together his 20 odd goals this season, Pepe, um, he's combined 40, uh, 40 goals. We're talking about goals and assists. You get me? Perhaps he will still be in a job today, but for some reason he failed to get those players to perform. He seemed to have lost confidence with the players. I, I, I struggled with the way he handled the issue with Shaka. You get me? For some reason, his management of that team was not the best at the time. So but, 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 but let's be fair. A lot of people kept on saying, oh, that was the right thing to do to Granit Shaka. Well, I think, I think I, you know, it, it, it's interesting to, to see how a more matured coach, like or perhaps maybe how someone like Arsene Wenger would have handled it. 
um, perhaps maybe taking the player out, out of the out of, out, out, although the player had already put himself out there um, for the media and for the, put the light on himself. But perhaps it was interesting to see how someone like Aswinger would have handled the situation. Um, you get me? Not the best way for me. I think, although not knowing how important Shaka played was, uh, how important the player Shaka was to him, I think he should have made Shaka immediately apologize to the fans and try to squash it, and not before it escalated more. I think that would have been the way about it. And I th also think he struggled with the way he handled the, arguably the best player in the in the team, talking about Mesut Ozil. Okay, let's talk about the Mesut Ozil issue. Was Ozzy really that bad? Was he really, really that bad? Or did he just not fit into Emery's style of play? Because well, every coach is entitled to have a style of play and look for the kind of players that would deliver on promises. I personally think Emery liked Ozil. But I think Ozil was, you know, when a team is not doing well, the best players, those you expect to sparkle, are the ones that seem to face the heat. So um, at the time, you get me, the team wasn't doing well. Ozil himself was struggling. Uh, his fribble kind of play was coming to question. His work rate was being questioned. And even Emery himself had actually questioned uh, Ozil's, Ozil's work rate. But I can remember vividly when he came out to talk about a couple of players. He spoke about a couple of players who've been signed, um, big players who've been signed, and having to stay on the bench and learn and walk and learn the way he, the, the coaches want them to play before they make their debuts. Now, for some reason, he seemed to try to take um, Ozil out of the light or out of the heat at the moment and try to reintroduce him when things were better. Perhaps it didn't work right for him. Perhaps things didn't plan out. But I just, I also think um, the fact that he could not bring out the dazzle in Pepe, who would know is a goal scorer, is a goal creator. He dribbles for fun. I saw Nicolas Pepe, when he holds the ball, he's looking to go back. <laughs> you know, I had to go look what videos of Pepe's goals and assists for Lille. And I could see a player that the minute he holds the ball, he starts running forward, going past players. You get me? Delivering good passes. Pepe, as a matter of fact, I saw him shambolic in the last appearance for Arsenal where he had a chance. He was one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper. He looked to pass the ball to Ozil. That shows a player that lacked confidence. And to get confidence out of these boys, you need to be doing something right. I just think... He's, he's at that point, he, I think he himself was tired of the job for some reason. He looked tired, he didn't look like he had answers to, 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 what, to whatever questions uh, were, were being put to him at the Emirates there. Like somebody, like I heard someone say, um, Emirates treasure at the moment was not at the Emirates anymore. <laughs> it was not at the Emirates anymore, you say, but something that's at the Emirates now and will always be is the fans the fans will always always have a say the fans will remain a part of the team uh, do you think that the arsenal management have taken the right decision well i think they, i i yes i feel they've taken the right decision i feel they should have taken this decision a little earlier um that's to make a statement uh, considering the fact that their next door neighbours, as their London rivals, has made a huge statement by sacking a very good coach who is not doing okay. so poorly and appointed a problem winner. All right, so that's where I was going, but since uh, you've gone there, no problem. Let us uh, continue in that vein. It is easy <coughs> to hire and fire coaches. 
But sacking Unai Emery might just be solving half of the problems. The other problem is, who's next? Well, who do you bring in? Problems because you have to who identify do you bring in? a good change. And who do you bring the in? The fact that you're halfway through the season, you need someone who's going to save this season and at the same time give you a long plan ahead of the next season. Now, uh, I'm talking about who are the coaches out there. We understand that we're hearing rumors, actually, um, not facts, that um, they will be approaching the likes of um, Nuno Espiro Santos, that's the Wolverhampton manager. Um, we don't know how true this is. We also are hearing some things about Pochettino. That seems almost impossible. That's the, the, that's the former Tottenham coach. But we also know that the likes of Allegri, who's out there on holidays, is available. Um, that's I'm talking about the former Juvent Juventus manager. And for me, if you ask me who will be my preferred coach. Who do you want? Brendan Rodgers, the Leicester City man. Now, that's going to be extremely difficult because, one, you're going to need to have to cough out a lot. Brendan Rodgers, one, will have to look at that beautiful project he has at Leicester going and say, okay, well, he's going to leave it for what he has at Arsenal. Now, looking at what is at Arsenal right now, looking at the quality in that team, mm -hmm. he might struggle with that, you get me, considering the quality he has at Leicester at the moment. And Leicester, they are a team on the rise. I was looking, I was just reading the other day, they have this fantastic training ground beautiful multi-million pound tra training ground which they're about to commission lovely you see Leicester seem to have been moving football Leicester City as a football club seems to be moving in the right direction now you as a coach would you want to leave that for a so-called bigger job now the only incentive that will be driving someone like Brendan Rodgers to Arsenal will be money because Arsenal will have to pay a lot more than Leicester can afford to pay at the moment for right. me, the preferred coach is Brendan Rogers. So you would rather have uh, someone that you can't get, okay? I, I like, I like, I like that, and I like your mm -hmm. honesty. You like to go for projects that you cannot get. Well, we'll see what will happen you might, at the you, end of the day. You might be surprised, actually. I already they started this song. They, 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 might leave, they might leave Freddie Jungberg in charge, who's the uh, first team coach. Uh, this is the assistant coach. Okay, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. This 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 trend, this thing about um because look, Pep Guardiola has said that he's not about to quit Man City yet. And he's not ready to let Ateta leave. And he has said that Ateta is the kind of guy that can take City forward. You get. So Ateta might be looking at the prospect like, I'm already big here, you know, why do I want to go struggle there? You get. So and of course, you know they had this relationship way back in Barcelona. He used to be your childhood friends. Yeah, you know, used to be a Barcelona product mm -hmm. and all of that. So we put that on the table. That might be the swaying factor for him. Like you know, I need to stay with Pep. You get loyal, Pep. stay loyal to yeah. his friends. Pep gave me a chance, chance when yeah. nobody else did. You know, what about Patrick Vieira? Well, Patrick Vieira, good coach, and he's paid his dues. I can tell you he's been around, he's been around with likes, he's been to the MLS, he's coached with Toulouse, now he's um, flying straight out there with Nice in the, in the um, Ligue 1 out there in France. He's a good coach, you see, and um, he's proven himself over a period of time with teams with very, very low budget and 
um, I won't call say mediocre teams, but teams with not a lot of money. And he's actually finished, you know, in good positions in the league over the years. The MLS he did a fantastic job um, in, in the MLS. We know that. Also, obviously, um, getting him that job in France. For me, Patrick Vieira will be all. Uh, a gamble somewhat. A gamble because it's easy. It's easy to. It's easy. You feel, you feel that uh, Brendan Rodgers is not a gamble because he's doing well at Leicester at the moment. No. But that Patrick Vera, who seems to know the club very well, will be a gamble. Well, um, Patrick Vera, yes, was a player with the club. He he knows he he knows the tradition of the club. But you know that tradition he has. The hierarchy. What would you see? The club, the club Arsenal is um, that the Arsenal of today is not the club of when uh, Patrick Vieira was there. Now, but Arsenal um, then did not have a director of football. Does, doesn't that apply to Ateta also? Doesn't that apply to Thierry Henry? Doesn't that apply to Freddie Jumberg? No, but these guys have been closer to the club over the years. Um, someone like um, Thierry Henry was um, much recently, a couple of years ago, the academy um, coach, um, coaching, um, coach, uh, was um, the academy coach for Arsenal, uh, talking about Ateta. Ateta was captain at, for Arsenal most recently, you get me? So these guys are, are, are closer to the club. In fact, Patrick Vera, since he left Arsenal, has had nothing in any way to do with, the, the, with, with, to do with Arsenal. He's not being well, is, in should around. that be a factor? Did Omri have anything to do with Arsenal before he got the job? Should that be a factor in, in getting Why the coach? Why I say he's a gambler, I'm talking about the coaching experience right now. Um, you see, um, Vieira, yes, he's proven himself. He's been able to take some you know You know what I noticed? What I, you know what I noticed about uh, a lot of football fans? And I'm glad because I'm one of those that don't like saying I'm a fan of any club. Even if I have a soft spot for two or three clubs. I For the past 11 years... I cut that out of my presentation. But you're someone that doesn't hide the fact that you're an Arsenal fan. You say it live on air. I don't begrudge you that. But one thing I've noticed about fans, Arsenal fans, Liverpool fans, my United fans, Chelsea fans, those four clubs, the ones I'm zeroing on, they seem to have this, I don't know, I'm trying to look for the word, this romantic attachment to their club, this love for history, that they tend to believe that for a coach to succeed, he must have played for the team. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, not I'm, opinion. I'm, 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 I'm mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Frank Lampard, Chelsea. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Man United. You understand? And the list goes on and on. And look at the kind of people that everybody's throwing up now. Ateta, you know, uh, Henri, and all of that. Their names keep getting mentioned, regardless of the fact that as coaches... You cannot tell me that Thierry Henry is better than Unai Emery without as a coach. Doubt. You can't. T- you can't say that. Without a doubt, Henry was shambolic in France. Without a doubt, you it know, was, it, was, it, was, it was. It was a failure. It was, yeah, failure. Failure. Woeful. Woeful. Yeah, you can use all those words. You get me. He was um, so disgraceful, as a matter of fact. So, as well. So, um, for me, for me, that's why um, you see I use the likes of Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers has done a fantastic job. Um, in his career, he's shown he is a very, very good coach, and he knows how to how to manage players. You see, coaching is not all about um, coaching them on how to kick the ball. You have to be able to manage these players because uh, managing these players is bringing the best out of them. You get me? Not every you see, and, and that's that's not an easy thing to do. 
Um, and that is why he likes to stay on. He struggled. I mean, he was clashing with players, um, some players of his players at Monaco. And at some point, you know, they And we'll okay. Okay. And we'll back. So, uh, for me, I, I would really like to see Arsenal go all out and at least get a manager. If not, they will tend to struggle like Manchester United. Now, the good part about it is they've seen um, where teams like um, like they are um, that have been under um, the tutorship of long-term managers. Um, they, they, they're lucky to have Manchester United as an example and see how they struggled over the years with managers after managers. For me right now, they seem they should be able to lock down a manager who they know is modest enough to build a team and will stay at the club and do the job. And at the same time, who they know will deliver, who will bring results. And for me, I think that perfect candidate will be Brendan Rodgers. All right, Brendan Rodgers' names have been mentioned. And let's see how he pans out. Okay, we're going to move away from that now. And uh, we'll go and uh, basically continue with the program. We have done virtually 25 minutes on... The hottest gist, <laughs> the hottest spot news right now. We've done 25 minutes on Unai Emery. Uh, good luck to uh, Unai wherever he goes next. Um, or shall I say, good evening to <laughs> Unai Emery. <laughs> All right, uh, enough of, the, uh, of, the, of that. Let's quickly talk about the NPFL. And uh, this is an interesting one. Um, before we know what was happening, a certain Quara United is now a part of the current season. Only in Nigeria can this happen. Only in Nigeria can you go to sleep at night with 20 teams and wake up with 20 teams but a change in name or a change in ownership mid-season barely 10 games played in the season Quara United are now in the NPFL your thoughts well um, when, when this story first broke I was um, I was almost calling my um, fellow um, colleagues to find out how does this work? How does it how, how does it work? Does it start from next season? Or but apparently I found out that um, without kicking a ball, Quarry United have been promoted to the NPFL. They will be assuming the points of um, Delta Force, who is being relegated in just a couple of weeks. Um, game six. Um, sorry. Match day six into the season is being uh, relegated while Quarry United will assume positions. Now, I understand um, I was reading from um, where the spokesman for that's the general manager of Quarry United, uh, Mr. Bashir Badawiri. Sorry if I'm not getting that name right. Lady, he, he was saying um, obviously the deal was sealed on Wednesday. That's after thorough discussions between the managements of both clubs. And of course, they would have taken this matter to the, um, to the organizing uh, body of the league. And um, they would be agreed upon that if a deal could be struck between both clubs, they would do it's fine. I don't know if this is actually legal in football. Well, it's Nigerian football and uh, we don't know what is legal or illegal. And we will find out because even the league management company and the Nigerian Football Federation have kept quiet. They've not said anything officially. 
Have you heard anything from them? I've not, but before this kind of a deal would have been able to, to go through, it means that they would have held meetings with them initially before they, they, could, they can come up with an agreement like this. Now, I understand um, that Delta uh, Force was ranked 17th in the country's top flight with four points and five, that's out of five outings. Now, Choir United is going to assume those points and play on from there. Now, <laughs> this is a team that got, just got a slot. Talking about Delta Force, they just got a slot into the MPFL. You get me? Also through the back door. How did this happen? Should, talking should, about should, should the LMC talking about should the LMC allow such deals? Should they allow? Because are you not opening up the back door to corruption? Are you not saying that right now, if I have money, I can actually ask a team to throw a game and say, you know what? Look, I'll give you a slot in the NNL, the lower league. Give you forty million, thirty million. You know. I mean, or perhaps um, it might be a good place to invest your money. Go, go get, go lock down with slots um, in the league if you can, and um, without a doubt, one of these other teams so, will come to you to make you an offer. So you can refuse. Finally, what is your own? Take? I think it's shambolic, and I think right now the LMC should come out and give us um, a breakdown and explanation. They should explain to us. Do you think um, that this should stand? I think it's wrong. I, I, you know, that's okay. why initially I thought it was going to take effect from the, the end of the season. But the All fact right. that, you know, assuming points Immediate accumulated, effect. well, I've never heard of this anyway, and um, um, I'm shocked to mention the list. All right, quickly, let's give you a rundown of match day six matches coming up in the MPFL. Adamawa United on Sunday at four o'clock will play Castina United. Sunshine are at home to Aqua United. Aqua Starlets, they have a new name, Dakada FC. That's another funny one. They will be playing O's to the Wolves of Worry. And Rivers United will square off against the Warriors of Abia. Talking about play to United, runaway league leaders. I am allowed to call them that. We'll play against Cano Pillars, who have their captain back. Someone was banned for X number of games. Please. But because the team is not doing very well, the LNC the allowed them to say, okay, bring him back so he people can. I understand he has to go do Kudos. some kind of, some kind of um, community, community service. service to some schools and we're not ready. educate them about football. Well, we're not well, ready well, in this well, country. Well, 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 we well. are not ready. Well, 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 you know, well. the league is becoming a joke. I'm going to move away from that. And Jigawa Golden Stars will play us to really, really strong and hard fighting Ifani Uba. MFM, who have just sacked a fan, you know, banned him indefinitely, will play O's to Eniba, but that match has been postponed because Eniba will be playing on the continent on Sunday and they have left. We saw pictures of them at the stadium, at, at the airport, sorry, at the airport uh, earlier. Nassau United will be playing O's to Delta Force or Quara United. United. <laughs> we'll find out later. Lobby Stars, this team does not play around. They are supposed to play against Enugu, United, Enugu Rangers, but Enugu Rangers will be on the continent also. Enugu they, Rangers with they, manager with yeah, coaching I'm, problems. I'm, I'm coming to that. and They, they have um, sacked their coach. They claim they suspended him, but not long after, the story emerged that the former coach of the home-based Eagles, Saliso, has now been seconded to Rangers because they are playing on the continent and they don't want them to disgrace Nigeria. But is it not the same coach 
who was banned for some corruption. I don't know why corruption keeps um, creeping around Nigerian football. But, um, you look left, you look left corruption. You look right corruption. Um, even in this, even in the Super Eagles, corruption, corruption everywhere. Um, perhaps uh, hashtag should start trending right now. Say no to corruption. I have an hashtag. Save our game. I've been pushing it for years. I need to make t-shirts now. Hashtag save our game, man. Because right now we don't understand. One other thing that uh, we need to going to take a quick look at is of course the uh, CAF uh, Confederations Cup because that's where Nigerian teams are playing and we don't care about the CAF Champions League it's none of our business so Enugu Rangers will be playing host to Pyramids, pyramids on Sunday uh, Pyramids um, that, that, that is a very 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 um, formidable side um, they were champions of the Egyptian League um, just a couple of years back very formidable side and um, the coach has named his 23-man squad who will be flying uh, who will be who will be taking on um, the Rangers at the Inamdi Azikiwe Stadium that will be um, that match will be on Sunday evening um, very, very very tough game for Rangers at home this, this is a must win for Rangers because um, talking about going away to Egypt that that is uh, a very very tough place to go and get the results so Rangers okay. need to do the business at home all right, the Rangers do the business at home while Eniba play Usa on Sunday. They have traveled out. Uh, how will this one pan out? Well, um, anything Eniba can get from there, probably probably they, they should go out play for a win, but a draw wouldn't be a bad result because they know they can come home and finish the job. Okay, someone that we need to finish the job, and uh, let's go away from Nigerian football now and talk basketball. The Tigress. Those ladies went out there, the African Olympic qualifiers, and they did not take prisoners at all. Well, for me, um, for me, I think the second best team or second best pride of the nation, aside from Super Eagles, if not putting them out uh, to be um, the, the first pride, but we're looking forward to them um, playing in the Olympics. But they have to go through these qualifying stages first. Tough one out for them, uh, being, being uh, paired with the likes of USA, uh, Mozambique, and Serbia. Um, the USA is going to be extremely tough. Uh, perhaps if they can pull a result on that one, which mm -hmm. is not impossible. Um, it will be very, very fantastic. They also have to, um, they also have to face the challenge of um, a very uh, traditional European side in the likes of Serbia. Serbia, the Russians, they're very, very tactical sides. Those are very tough. But Mozambique seems to be um, a, a lot more easy, a lot more, I'll say, easier fixture compared to the other two. But um, perhaps if they can get a result against. Um, um, either of those two and uh, put uh, Mozambique to the sword, perhaps they'll get their qualification to uh, the to the Olympics. I'm not sure how many teams qualified from that group, actually. Well, uh, according to the organizers, the top three teams from each tournament are expected to qualify for Tokyo uh, 2020 Olympic Games. Uh, so what it basically means is that the USA, Nigeria, uh, Japan, France, all of them are in with a shout, you know. And of course, Nigeria will be playing in Belgrade like against, the, like you mentioned, the USA, Serbia, and uh, Mozambique. But we're not going to take it like uh, for granted to think that oh, we're going to beat this team or beat that team. The ladies have their work caught up for them. You know, it's really going to be tough. It's really, really going to be tough. Uh, the other groups are France, Puerto Rico, Brazil, and Australia. They'll be playing in France. You know, that's Group B. And uh, Group C is a uh, the games will come up in China. Group C will have uh, Korea, China, Great Britain, and Spain. Top while, group there. Yeah, while Group D, Canada, another top, top basketball top, top team. 
Japan, Sweden, and uh, Belgium. These are the uh, total number of teams, and that's the rundown. And uh, here's wishing the Tigers uh, all the best out there when this tournament starts. All right, uh, let's move away from that and talk quickly about uh, Anthony Joshua and uh, Ruiz. You saw a video, a compelling video. You saw an interview, Joshua face-to-face -face with Andy Ruiz Jr., the current champion. You know, he's got three belts. Those three belts used to belong to AJ. AJ is going to square off against him in about eight days' time or so. What did you take away from watching that interview? Well, I saw a very confident Ruiz. Um, who feels who and you must you must understand his confidence because he feels he's beaten Joshua before he feels he can do it again the question was actually asked um, yeah, well, was actually asked did, did, did AJ give up that day and uh, we said yes that um, AJ uh, was not just beaten AJ gave up because AJ felt the power he was dishing out to him and AJ gave up um, I saw a Ruiz who was trying to mentally get into AJ's head but you know what I what I liked about AJ he seemed calm he seemed calm he was quiet he didn't talk a lot but he kept what he kept trying to um, emphasize was that he is great and he was going to show how great he really is. Uh, these are two great boxers, uh, sentiments aside. Um, both of them have only lost once. The man that Ruiz lost to got defeated by AJ. AJ got defeated by Ruiz. Now, Deontay Wilder is a champion and he's holding it down. You know, he has the strongest of the belts, the WBA, which is the oldest and uh, of the of the of the belts and the the, the strongest of them. Um, now, um, Deontay Wilder will be anxious to watch this one. He will feel he has a beating of any of these two guys because, like, uh, like he admitted, Wilder said he has the the best knockout percentage. He is undefeated. Not he, far away from AJ's knockout percentage, though. Yes, you not know. far away, but he's seen AJ. He's seen AJ. He's in the 90th yeah. percentage. Uh, no, now he's seen, he's seen, he's seen the worst of AJ. He's seen AJ actually get beaten. So perhaps he'll be looking at it. Okay, okay, I can get him. But you know, he he'll be he'll be he'll be rubbing his face, his 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 hands right now in anticipation for that one. But he has to go through one more man, and that's the man that put the one blemish on his record. Talking about the Gypsy King himself, Tyson Fury. He's gonna have to do it against Tyson Fury, and he's gonna have to do it. Convincingly this time, this time because he was, I'll say he was, he, he he got the decision or the draw by a lucky punch towards the end of that fight. Uh, decision, lucky draw. No matter what happened, uh, Deontay Wilder is the champion, and right now is smiling down at Ruiz. He's smiling down at the entire you heavyweight know, division, and he's saying he's on top, even though he has one when belt. You, when you guys sort yourselves out. Come, come, come talk to the man himself. You know, it's it's nice uh, that the boxing uh, everyweight category of boxing is really getting all this buzz. They had lost the buzz since the time of Michael Tyson, and um, it used to be about uh, the welterweights and the middleweights. You know, Manny Pacquiao and uh, the money man Floyd Mayweather and all of that talking about you know? Floyd Mayweather Mayweather has posted on his official um, Instagram page he'll be coming out of retirement yeah, he's coming next back. year 
um, that uh, people love, but, people read into it. I'm not, perhaps it's coming for um, the Mexican um, superstar who he's been before, talking about Canelo Alvarez, or perhaps he's coming back for a refight with his um, all-time foe, talking about um, the Pac-Man, um, the senator I, I, himself, I, Manny Pacquiao. I, I'm a, I'm Team Mayweather, right? But I think I think it's just a scam, man. Because look, I, I saw him try to go do something stupid in Japan. And I'm like, this uh, is unnecessary. Fight. The, the fight with McGregor, I do not reckon with. You know, look, this is a man who had given us 49-0. And I was hoping that he would get the 50-0 to surpass uh, Rocky Marciano. Marciano is 49-0 and that record stood for so many years. And I don't, I know that on paper now, Mayweather has done 50. But I don't reckon with it because look at the people that he's fighting. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, you're bringing the a UFC, UFC person and, and, and made him handicap, put, him, put some gloves on him and, know, uh, you know, and restricted him to your own rules. I think he was wrong, actually, but what you must understand that Mayweather is all man. about the show, it's all about the money. But he boxing is, is money, bigger man. than the show. That's yeah. what I'm talking about right here. He but seriously, uh, I understand what you're doing, but uh, let's quickly uh, talk about a couple of games that people can catch today out there in Europe. And, uh, of course, Celta de Vigo... Uh, at home to Real Valladolid. Very it's a tough good game, game. tough game. South Africa with eight, eight o'clock. They, 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 they were victorious over Villarreal in their last game. Um, they've been, they've been, the form has, their form has been poor lately. I'm talking about Valladolid. They've been in better form, and that's going to be a tough one. And it could go in whichever way. All right, uh, to the Bundesliga, where a lot of things are happening. Borussia Dortmund struggled, but they came back against Paderborn. Mm. But today, we'll see Schalke 0-4 play host to Union Berlin. Tough game, that one is um, two of them meetable teams. Schalke are not really put, put, uh, pulling the punches like they should be. They should, we expect they should be um, up their ranking with the top six teams. Um, they seem to be getting a poor run of, poor run of results, not cons consistency, not the best for them right now. But perhaps I think Schalke should run away with that one. If I was based in France, if I loved French, uh, French football, of French wine and French bread, the baguette. I definitely would love the next match. It is about Olympic Marseille playing host to Brest. Brest. Well, Brest um, does... Um, the, 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 Brest the, 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 Yes. Fantastic the, the, team. Uh, even if they don't get the, the results. Uh, but okay. I like the team. They just Brest. From, they just gained promotion to the, uh, to the league. Uh, Again. And, um, they'll be playing Marseille. Marseille flying high in the league to this season. They seem to get... Um, have gotten their art right. Um, that'll be a tough one for Brest. I see Marseille um, running away with that one at home. Marseille running away with that one at home. And, of course, this is how these things happen. You put your money on uh, Marseille? Yes, Marseille for me. You're sure that yes. Brest cannot defeat Marseille? Mm, or nah. hold them nah. tight to a nah. draw? No, nah. Marseille is flying very high right now uh, this season. Uh, Marseille will be, uh, Marseille seemed to be actually, they're like the dark horses this season. They were pretty poor last season, but uh, for some reason they've gotten it right this season. So All right, they're talking about getting it right this season. On the 30th of November, there will be about uh, six games or so to be played in the back, sorry, no longer backless, in the English Premier League. Uh, Newcastle will play host to defending champions Manchester City. Has that one going to happen? Well, um, Newcastle, um, their good run of results came to an end last time. Having lost, it, lost, um, lost, uh, lost. 
now they will be playing against the champions. The champions not in uh, prolific um, um, form at the moment, um, drawing um, their last game at the Champions League. Uh, but I think Manchester City will just have too much for the new... For Talking the, about for Manchester the, City, they have won 23 of their last 27 matches in the Premier League. Uh, that's a high score if you want to score anybody. Tottenham Osports flying high with the special one. We'll play host to Bournemouth. Bournemouth, um, one of those teams you never can tell what they bring out there. Like I say, they, they, on their day they can beat any team. That would be a tough one for Tottenham. For Tottenham, uh, playing um, Bournemouth, uh, perhaps um, just just Mourinho's early days. I'm not. I'm not pulling out the verdict on him yet or the verdict on his Tottenham team yet. We know the team is great. We know the quality the team has. But I'll take some more. So I'll look at one or a few more games before I can uh, speak on that one. But I'll say, okay. I'll say okay. that one. Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. He has an history with West Ham, but is more of a Chelsea legend. Frank Lampard's Chelsea versus West Ham. Also on Saturday at 3 o'clock. What do you see? Well, I, I see I see Chelsea running away with that one. West Ham not in the best of form. Um, Pellegrini himself um, under under a lot of pressure. Perhaps he gets the he's in the perhaps he will be the next managerial casualty in the Premier League. This team, I Shola Rogers boldly tell the world are champions in waiting. They have gone and shown us the stuff of champions. They are undefeated in 44 games. 44 games you know they are so at home bring it on 44 games at home liverpool versus brighton if you're a betting man put your money on liverpool to win this one without a doubt liverpool are favorites to win this one but liverpool showed a little bit of vulnerability against napoli napoli showed us um how you can actually play good football and actually tackle this liverpool team um liverpool drew this one uh, in the champions league last this southampton versus watford Oh. Last game of the day. I'll give that to Watford. I'll give that to Watford. All right, then rounding up. Vova uh, Wanderers versus Sheffield United. Norwich will play a managerless Arsenal. <laughs> Freddie, you've got uh, an opportunity uh, to stay Vega, 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 And the next to be sacked, Man United versus Aston Villa. We have to go. Leicester flying high will play O's to Everton all of these games come up on Sunday and that's how much we can take on the show yes I said next to be sucked we gotta go thanks for listening thanks for watching us out there on Facebook and all of your other platform God bless you guys uh, you can listen to the podcast anytime on the website in a few minutes time we're gonna put it out on Anchor and on the Boom Radio website you can catch us you know, doing this thing, you know. Thank you. And we'll be back on Monday with the review and previews of games that went down over the weekend. Peace out. My name is Shola Rogers. And I'm calling you, and I'll see you do some sports.